Uh, before we get into this episode, I do want to say, uh, just ahead of time, uh, just a, a content warning on this, because there is some uh, talk of sexual assault. It doesn't actually happen, but uh, it, it, there is threat of sexual assault, yes. so just be aware of that. Anyway, thank you. In nature, that is all, simply telling us to fall in love. Hello fellow teens and welcome to Jergin' It, the secret life podcast that you're listening to right now. I'm your meat basket, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning and my opinions on Al Gore are numerous and well documented. So this episode, episode four, titled Caught, this time I looked it up ahead of time like a person who knows what they're doing. Oh, Sam, before we go into anything, uh, I got my lawyer here. Yeah. He's, he's standing right beside me. Uh, uh-huh. And he has given me he's given me a piece of paper to read. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm going to read it now. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, Jordan Canning, hereby rescind my cool teen moment from Jurgenit Episode 3, oh, Amy yeah. Jurgen's Carousel Connoisseur. It was a very yucky moment. It was very bad. And the yes, episode yes, was so yes, bad yes, 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 that yes. it caused me to lose all brain functions and judgment skills. And I change my cool teen moment to your cool teen moment, and I'm also yeah. We've settled in court that I now have to pay you 2.5 million dollars for any emotional damages that I may have caused. Oh my god, this is the best recording ever! I, I apologize to all of our listeners, and Do I, I hope also get half the podcast. You get half the podcast as well. Yes, um, Sam, uh-huh. this episode. It's, I hated it. Uh, I watch, as you all know, I watch this ep- every episode twice. Uh, oh, nobody remembers that. Nobody cares. Uh, the first time I watched it was between classes, and before I went back to class, I literally had to take a hot shower because it was so <laughs> bewildering. So it made me it's feel really so bad. yucky. I'm still covered in the stink and filth of this episode. This it's was a very horrible episode. This, was, this episode, to quote uh, Jack from later in this episode, was filled with, with shame, regret... And uh, and guilt. That should be the title of the episode. I, I have a like, few good titles. Uh, so, shame, regret, and guilt. So uh, we begin our our track through this train wreck uh, with uh, Ricky and, and Adrian. They are in so, bed. I, I I have a, a little uh, third party message that I I'm being forced at gunpoint to deliver. My lawyer is standing next to me, but instead of a lawyer, it's a, a man with a gun who is our older brother. Oh hi, older brother. Yeah, he's not actually here. He's oh. here in spirit, and his gun is here in real. Um, he he insists that I talk about Ricky's nipples. <laughs> Why? Um, and and he wanted me to ask if you are Myron. Who's Myron? If you're Myron, are you Myron? Are you mired his nipples? Oh, Are you mired his muscles? I, 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 I mired someone's nipples in this episode, but it wasn't it wasn't Ricky's. Oh man, I wonder who the mystery person will be that exposes their nipples. <laughs> Good later. God! Uh, so Adrian is wearing Ricky's shirt. Uh, and Ricky is exposing his nipples Ricky to the world and our older his, brother. His good nipples to the whole world, and I didn't notice them. And uh, we get a call from Grace, who is I, waiting outside a also, bank. Also, quick, quick. Uh, thought. I don't know if you noticed this. When Ricky was like laying in bed next to Adrian, 
he looked like an actor pretending to be asleep. Like, he was perfectly, like, arms at his side, like, flexing his muscles. He was in was... anatomical position. Yeah, he... Ready yeah. for dissection on the bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you tell that they just had sex? She's wearing his shirt. Yeah. Uh, this is extremely important. Uh, yeah, it, it's, the, it's the key plot point of this episode. Uh, and yes, as we remember, there's an arrangement between, uh, between little Ricky... And, uh, Grace, that they're gonna basically pretend to, like, hang out, and then Grace is gonna hang out with Jack while Ricky fucks Adrian, presumably. Yeah. And then, then, uh, Ricky's phone rings, and Grace is like, hey, uh, you know how Jack was told to, like, just drop me off somewhere and you would come pick me up? Well, you didn't. Good job. So... So, uh, Ricky's like... About that! Oh, shit, Adrian, I gotta go and, and, uh, get to Grace, and she's like... No, and he's like, "Give me my shirt," and she's like, "Take it from me." And then he's yeah, like, "This is this is an Adrian is a bitch scene." Uh, on second thought, scene. I won't take the shirt, and I just leave shirtless. Um, and now we get into the scene. And yeah, the it's, scene it's is, her shirt now. This scene is extremely important to this episode. It is it is referenced throughout the rest of the episode, and I memorized every beat of this because I was gonna count how many times we it's, see this happen. Yeah, it's uh, it's very bad. So it's, it's very it, yucky. Uh, Grace Grace is standing on the corner. I think she's like outside of. It looks like yeah. It looks like she's of outside a bank, bank or something. She's outside yeah. a bank. She's standing there, and then these she's in her cheerleader outfit, and these two guys pull up, and they're drinking, and they're and they're like, "Hey, uh, I'm in a bad mood. Maybe you can cheer me up." They say, <laughs> "They say, uh, hey, we could give you a ride, but you gotta give us a ride first." Uh, gotta, yeah, and then and then the the, uh, the second guy gets out of the car, and when he says, "You gotta give us a ride first, he like turns back. He's like, "Ha!" She. Th- they throw a Good bottle man. sort of at her feet, and she says she's going to call the police. Good job, Grace. Yeah, they, th- they throw a bottle at her for no reason. I, they just do. It's like, Bruce said it. Uh, here, they have start... this bottle for, I don't know, recycle it for me. And then they start coming for Grace, and this is very bad, but the, the exact yeah, order she, of sequences... She says she's, she she's going to call the police, and the guy grabs her. She's like, you're not calling anyone, and grabs her phone and throws it on the ground. And he pushes her over. Here's the here exact order of events. So they come for her. She drops to her knees, clasps her hand in prayer, picks a bottle up off the ground, smashes it over the fire hydrant. I think it's kind of implied that while she's praying, she notices the bottle. Yeah, she, she sees the bottle and then smashes it, threatens the guy. Then uh, Ricky pulls up in his Prius that he has for some reason. And then the guys run away. And then Ricky comes and hugs Grace shirtless. We see yeah. this. Many, 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 many times because, yeah, and not just because you watched the episode twice. Ooh, no, because uh, we see at the end that uh, it was caught on security camera, and that that won't come back later. Yeah, of course not. I, I like, by the way, like the justification for uh, Grace having a way to defend herself was that just for no reason the guy was just like, "Here, have a beer bottle for later." Hey, take this, drink this; it'll make you powerful. Uh, yeah, Grace Grace Bowman is the fastest Chekhov's gun in the West. Uh, we see more Neil Cicciarica animation in this Frankenstein of a theme song, and now we're. By, by the way, uh, it, it's it hurt my ears less than usual. I think they like mixed it differently. Did you notice? I noticed that? it actually sounded a little different. It sounded like they took out the piano and all of the treble. It's very weird. Uh, now we see which that is fine. It, the, it normally uh, like makes my brain bleed. So the news. Thanks. The news anchors the next day are are like, hey, 
You know what? We found this footage of a girl being, like, almost sexually assaulted by some men. Let's yeah, laugh at so, it. <laughs> so, I guess the security people at the bank just were reviewing the footage from an uneventful night? Is that a thing that happens? I don't know. Who knows? They see, they see Grace being uh, almost assaulted, and they just, for, they just like, send it to the news stations for this'll no be, reason. This'll be a fun laugh. And then the news anchors uh, also, but they, like... But they only, apparently, I guess they only sent the part... After Grace, like, falls to her knees and starts, or, like, right before, because nobody seems to know that she was in danger? I mean, I guess, uh, but also the news anchors, like, super, like, weirdly sexualize these kids. They're like, ooh, look at that kid, he's wearing yeah, a shirt. Yeah, yeah, I wish yeah, I was yeah, in high school yeah. again. They're like, huh, what do you think is the backstory here? What church do you think he goes to? He makes me want to go back ooh. to high school again. What are you saying? These are go teenagers. To jail. Um, God. Sam? But then, then we get the best way that a scene has ever cut to another scene. Does it, with, with the, with, uh, newly crowned biggest ham? Staring. Yeah. I think, I think this episode has totally put, what's his name, George? George. George yeah, so ahead they, in the ham race, because They my had George God. recreate the, uh, Looney Tunes episode ending cards, where it's just a, a giant smiling face in the middle of your screen. <laughs> He's Which is right. fitting because he's he's a ham, just like Porky Pig. He's like, Amy, Amy, wake up! You gotta see this. This is the best thing you'll see all day. And she's like, Yeah. And then Amy wakes up and she starts immediately stuttering. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he's like, No, that's my job. And he goes, That's all, folks. And then the episode ends. No, but she goes downstairs and we see George overacting the shit out of how funny he finds this this scene. He he is slapping both of his knees at a hundred slaps per second. Bloody and raw, he's slapping his, both knees, his knees. Detached from his body from over slapping. He he's he busts really all of his guts. He's really it's finds really it funny gory. that his ex wife's daughter is like on the news and in danger. Uh, yeah, and, and he, Amy, and then Amy's like, like, why Why are you showing me this and laughing about it? And he goes, <laughs> it's my ex-wife's daughter. Isn't that great? He says, I love it. Don't you love it? I'm your dad. You need to be loyal and find the things I funny fu- funny because I'm your dad. I think he got body snatched between the last episode and this one because, like, this man is not human anymore. What happened? I mean, if that's if that's how you feel, then every character gets body snatched between every scene. And then he's like, "Who's that shirtless teen?" And then Amy turns into Conky from Pee Wee's Playhouse, and she's just like, "Ah ah ah ah! Don't 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 and I I wrote down in my notes, I was like, oh, cool, Amy Stutters is back. Jordan, get Jordan, you get to make your joke. And, yes, my uh, joke is that every time Amy tells a lie, she turns into Conky from Pee-wee's Playhouse. Remember your, Conky? Your fa- the fatal flaw of this joke is that I've never seen pa- Pee-wee's Playhouse. Oh, no, someone will get my joke. Someone will get it. Uh, he, he tells the word yeah, of the with day. As many, with as many listeners as we have, one of them is bound to have watched well, Pee-wee's Playhouse. One of the listeners is me every week, so yes, you're correct. He shouldn't shouldn't admit that. That's really that's really pathetic. Ashley comes out. Okay, Ashley looks good in this scene. Like she's wearing like she switched from yeah, hot topic to an old navy or something. She's dressed all conservatively. She looks like a, a mature young lady rather than a than a than a goth child. And then, and then her dad's like, "What the fuck is going on, child?" Yeah, he literally. She's like, or he's he's like, "What 
Why are you dressed like that? That's not how you normally dress. Are you on drugs? And then we cut back to Grace and Tom watching the news. And then the news anchors are like, we should be talking about Iraq or Iran or Pakistan or the buildup of Al-Qaeda or Kim Jong-il infiltrating high school marching bands. But instead, let's watch this Vine over and over again and laugh at it some more. Yeah, they they just, they keep, they like, these are news anchors, professional news anchors who just keep on repeat watching a clip of a 16-year-old girl being almost assaulted and having to defend herself with a glass bottle from the ground. Like, You'd never see this kind of reporting on John Oliver, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know, right? Or pro- hopefully any news channel, because it's stupid and bad and horrible. Also, one of, the, one of the anchors, though, refers to another one of the anchors as Jimbo. Like, you couldn't have done better than <laughs> that, writers. Kearney. Uh, I need I need a name for one of our newscasters. Uh, Jimbo. Okay, that's... Uh, Good why, enough. Yeah, that's fine. That's a name that a professional would use. King yeah, Ham. Not? King Ham storms in and throws a newspaper down. And like all newspaper headlines, it's alliterative. It says something like, Biblical Babe Battles Big Bad Boys or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Also, yeah. Oh, also, Tom calls Ricky topless and it made me laugh for real. This That's a good joke. It's kind Tom, of funny. By the way, Tom... Tom, uh, Tom uh, told Grace that she's a hero, which is kind of... I mean, it was self-defense, like, that's kind of a weird, that's not really how you use the word hero, but it it is nice to see that one person recognizes that Grace was in danger and is okay and is glad that she's okay. It makes me so mad. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Tom, for this, this one good thing that you do. I, I I don't know when I start hating Tom, but... So, Let's uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Grace just says how she needs to explain over and over again, but she doesn't do it in this scene. And now we need to meet Ben's, uh... Really cool foster mom, who knows everything. Or sorry, Ricky. Ricky. Ricky's really cool foster mom. Sorry. Oh yeah. Um, I just think it's funny, by the way, that uh, in in this universe that this show takes place in, when when you see a guy walking around outside with his shirt off, you're you're like, oh my god, he must be dangerous, and not just like, oh wow, he's a, a douche bro that is showing off his torso to everyone around him. Yeah, that doesn't exist in this world. This is a wholesome world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, besides all the ways that it isn't, like, the, well, we'll get there. Yeah, uh, so we meet Ricky's really cool Ricky's foster, foster mom. mom. They yeah, don't name I, her in this episode, but she's cool. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that his foster parents are in the show, and they're they're actually very, very good. And, she's uh, a social yeah, his, worker, and she's very yeah, social. His, his foster mom is played by L. Scott Caldwell, who you may remember as Rose from Lost. Oh, she is Rose from Lost! I yes. love her! Yeah, she was I, my favorite really, character on Lost. Actually, I really like I really like her. Oh, uh, she's the on, best! On no Lost wonder I like her this. so much. His, uh, I I looked it up by the way. Her name is Margaret, and Margaret. Uh, his dad. I his dad's name is Bernard. Sanjay, I think. Sanjay. And he's played by a guy named Brian George. I don't know who that is, but Wikipedia tells me he's Raj's dad on Big Bang Theory. Right. Never heard of it. Never seen it. Uh, who cares? I was gonna say that that uh, Ricky's stepmom or Ricky's foster mom was my cool teen moment, but it doesn't count because she's not a teen. I don't uh, know if I had a cool teen. Mo- I don't know. Do you, Maybe we'll get. We'll there. talk about it at the end. We, you have yeah, to pick yeah. one. Uh, she sees right through right. Ricky's bullshit when he's like, if, I, "If that's the rule that there has to be a cool teen moment every episode, I'm just gonna tell you right now, we're gonna get to a point where there's not a cool teen moment any episode. We'll so, get there. Sorry. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, she, Ricky's trying there. to explain like why he's not wearing a shirt. Uh, and she sees right through his bullshit and immediately knows that he's with a girl and immediately knows which girl he was with somehow. 
did uh oh yeah yeah she, she's, she's a social like, worker. you were with amy jurgens i hear things and he's like i'm not with amy jurgens she's like but i know i know you had sex with her once and he goes okay well it's not her still she goes it must be adrian then the one from the cheer team the majorette like, wow majorette you, you, it's it's almost like everybody in this town gossips about everything i mean yeah, just everyone knows everything in this town now. They did. They didn't for the first couple episodes, but now nobody will ever not know something ever again. Okay, uh, so now we we continue to follow the saga of uh, Molly Ringwald and George screaming at Ashley about why she's wearing a nice outfit as opposed to her hot topic goth gear. They are yeah. so mad. It's it's mostly George, but Amy's mom is pretty upset. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and the... Amy Amy's mom walks in and she's like. Hey, what's going on? Why are, why are you dressed like that? What, what what's uh and, and George goes, "I think she's on drugs or something." And then my favorite thing is that uh Ashley's like, "Can I look nice?" And then Amy's mom just looks at her and says, "Oh no, she's having sex. Not she has a boyfriend or she's trying to like get a boyfriend. It's immediately when you dress nice, yeah. you're having sex." She comes out in sex. but no she's dressed like really con- way more conservatively she normally does. She comes out in like a chastity That's how it works. She comes out in a chastity belt and her dad's just like why are you having sex? Yeah, she's wearing a chastity belt and a full suit of plate mail. And and then, but yeah, no, 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 just just to clarify, the exact sequence of events was the mom goes, why, why are you wearing that? And Ashley just kind of gives her sad eyes and she goes, oh, oh no, you're not having sex, are you? And George goes, sex? Her? Isn't that the opposite of having sex? And I actually was like, that's that's kind of funny. Once you have sex for the first time, you start dressing. Her outfit is the opposite of having sex. Yes, that's That's kind of funny. I love, I love Amy's dad. Uh, she, she, well, uh, he's, he's, he's hilarious to watch. We do actually get a, uh, well, it, it comes up in a sec. But yeah, so Amy's mom is like, I was at the store and I overheard a rumor that one of my daughters is having sex. Why? Like, God, just every... Every, like parents at the grocery Why store. Why are like, the adults? Did you in this hear about the Jurgen daughter? Is is this town like set in Salem? Salem, like during the Crucible, and is it like populated by twenty adults? Why is what is going on? And then, uh, then can uh, we say what Ashley says? Because I really want to say yeah, it. Yeah, Ashley goes. How would they know whether I'm having sex? The only person who knows is me. And then she like lets her hair down and like shakes her head back and shakes her head, and she goes. And my lover, and I actually I I chuckled out loud. It at was that. It, I exhaled sharply. You, you got me. My nose. You got me, Brenda. It's a good joke. You got me. Thanks, Brenda. Uh, and yeah, her parents thanks, are just so clueless. Uh, we're now at Grant High School. Ben is dressed yeah. like George Michael in a major way. Oh my God, he was. He was like sweater vest and all, and he's talking. He's like Nightmare Universe George Michael. Holy fuck, he is. He's gonna smoke anyway. the marijuana like a cigarette. Ugh, well, that. That doesn't happen for a while, but anyway. Ben is very excited talking to Amy about Grace's video. Remember how yeah, they he's like, did you see? She was being attacked by by uh, scary men. Isn't that hilarious? I wrote in my notes here that Ben is a shitty, manipulative asshole in this scene. He's, yeah. This Amy is, is like, can he, I talk to my really friends? He really kicks his shittiness into high gear in this episode. This episode, this is what, the main reason why I had to shower, was Ben's antics. Uh, uh-huh. Amy is like, can I talk to my friends? And Ben's like, what? You can't talk to me? Like, oh, God, Ben. Don't You're not allowed to talk to them until you've talked to me first. Is this about Ricky Ticky Pum Brum Pum Pum? Something about that? He said, he said that. He called Ricky that. Uh, and then uh, they, they argue about, you know, how shitty Ben is. And then the homework kid who, like, writes all the essays. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what happens. Is she, yeah, she's, he's like, 
is this about Ricky? Are you still into him or whatever? And she goes, I was never into him. And he's like, I know you were at one point. And the weird homework kid walks up and he's like, nice. He says, oh, snap, that kid is a ghost. He's a poltergeist who haunts the school. There's I mean, no he, other explanation. He might as well be from the way that he completely vanishes after, like, season three or so. And he also hands Ben a business card for his homework business. Ben feels like an idiot, and he hits himself in the head with a book, and Henry and Alice basically just recap everything that just happened to Ben. Yeah, and that, speaking of um, recapping, I do I do want to... We didn't we didn't really explain what Ben did, which is... Oh, sorry. So, just to give a quick play-by-play, Ben is laughing about the Grace stuff, and Amy's like, oh, it's not funny, I need to talk to my friends. And he's like, are you, are you mad at me because I was talking about Grace too much? I'm sorry, I'm talking like I have a crush on her. Like, what? Ugh. That's so out of nowhere that it's definitely true. And he goes, it was just a funny mental image. And she's like, mm-hmm, yeah, it was, it was hilarious. And cool. he's like, she's, she's like, okay, I, I really need to get going. I have to talk to my friends. And he goes, please don't go if you're angry with me, Amy. Please don't be angry with me. Please don't be angry with me. I can't, I can't take it. <sighs> I can't take it. I can't the take evil it. evil leaves your body like black locusts, says Ben. And then talks. she says, I'm not angry with you. I just, I just have to talk to my friends. And, and Ben goes, well, if you're not angry with me, then tell me what you're not telling me, but that you will tell your girlfriends. Like, uh, he's so gross and possessive. He's a and... horrible person. <sighs> I can't believe... Uh, excuse me, am I, am I okay to talk about this again? Okay, yeah. I can't believe that that was my cool teen moment last week, Sam. I had to discuss it with my lawyer. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I can't. I couldn't believe it either, and I'm anyway, glad that you realize now that you were wrong. Uh, Henry and Alice come in and recap, and Alice offers him an aspirin, and then later in the conversation, she tries to make him take an entire bottle of aspirin because she's yes, trying to yes, kill yes, him. Yes, 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 kill him, Alice. I knew I liked you. Oh, it's a good choice. Uh, Henry says that he doesn't like when chicks think, and then Alice Yeah, is like, and Alice, Alice walks off really annoyed, obviously, and Ben goes, huh, chicks. Chicks. Good friends, good friends, good friends. Madison is now reenacting the fucking, like, video again with, like, a hairbrush yeah. instead of a bottle. It's she, really like, cool. kneels down in prayer and then stands <sighs> up with a hairbrush and, like, slams it on the locker to break the fake bottle. And all these, all these extras are laughing and it's like, wow, all of these a- extras that we'll never ever see again. Amy this wants the to... Most girls that have ever been in the school i like how you also specified in your notes that we'll never see them again and that they never don't matter uh oh, these aren't characters i mean yeah. these are you can tell they're like 28 year old women who are they don't I mean, look anything like amy and her friends they look way older they don't yeah they don't look like they would be hanging out with these with these kids it's very weird and amy, also uh over the course of this following scene uh two of the girls there there are three times that these three girls have a line between the three of them, but only two of them talk. So they could have split it up evenly, but instead they gave two lines to one, one line to another, and no line to the third. So you gotta sorry, pay one of them girl, as an extra. You don't get paid. Uh, so anyway, uh, Amy just wants to talk to her friends alone, and then Madison makes up this lie about Amy being very shy, which Amy's offended by. Madison or and Lauren also suck a lot in this episode. Lauren, uh, Lauren's okay. But Lauren is definitely always. shows her relationship to PSA brother Jason in this episode. Yeah, I mean uh, she always has. That's that's been her from the beginning. But yeah, Amy, Madison, Madison is like, oh, we we have to go have a private conversation. She's just shy and doesn't want to talk to you. Like this is this is apparently a universe where like the concept of having a personal thing to talk about that you have to excuse yourself from a conversation is, like, unheard of. And then the second they walk away, the girls, like, 
homie they like they like diffuse back into their gossip circle they're like yeah they're like everyone knows that she had sex with ricky the whole school knows everyone knows and all of the adults in town and even the president and then the third girl just watches and smiles and nods like she she just tries to to speak and she just goes "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, she can't talk her mouth is fused together. Uh, mm-hmm. Amy basically tells her friends that uh, Ashley is is pretending to have sex to cover the fact that she knows that Amy is pregnant. And in loudest, this moment, loudest conversation in the world, by the way. No uh, wonder everyone knows everything. I'm pregnant, and Ashley is covering for me. Also, Amy uh, cries for the first time on this show. And uh, what's her name? Shailene no, Woodley. She cried in the first episode. She cried oh, at the no, very end of the first episode. Ding Shailene dong. Woodley, your tears. You could, they Woodley. could use. They could use some work. Yeah, this this uh, I didn't I didn't write it down because I was like I don't know I don't want to talk about it unless Jordan brings it up. But yeah, the the crying she's like I don't know what I'm gonna do. But Ashley is telling my parents that she's having sex. She just gets like very very high pitched and very quiet, which it's I didn't. Bad. Do, Her but... voice sort of breaks, and then and then Madison and Lauren are at odds as to whether or not. Amy should tell her family. Lord's like, yes, you should. And Madison's like, no, we're not talking about this. And then, and then, uh, this is the, this is the weirdest part though, because Lauren says to Madison, she's like, Hey, when we're, when it's just you and I talking, you always agree with me that she needs to tell her parents, but you, but you don't have the guts to say it to her face. Like, why is she, why would she do that? And then, uh, and then, uh, as as Lauren like walks away, Madison slams on the locker and then does the funny reenactment again. And then she goes up and hugs Amy and says, "You're doing a great job, Amy." She's, she's not. Doing ter- she's, she's doing, doing a terrible the worst job because possible her, job because one of her best friends is encouraging her to keep it a secret from her family. By the way, if if that's true, and I guess there's two ways you could read that that uh, Madison has been telling Lauren she agrees with her behind Amy's back just to like suck up to Lauren. I don't know. Who knows? Or or that she does agree with Lauren that she should tell her family, but she won't say it to Amy. But if if that's the case, if she's like, Amy really needs to tell her family. But then whenever she's with Amy, she's just like, no, don't tell your family. Like, why? Why would she do that? Like, that's, I mean, I I don't know. That's, you clearly don't want the best for your friend because Anyways, you're a horrible person. I hate Ricky, so Ricky walks downstairs, spots Adrian way out of dress code, and then, like, the horniest, sultriest Latin guitar is being plucked by Ricky's yeah, erect penis. <laughs> and she's super out of dress code. Like, oh my god. God. Yeah, she she like whips around, like looks at him, and she's got a rose clutch between her teeth. And, and she's wearing she's wearing his shirt. Also, yeah, that's important to know. Ha- like half buttoned, exposing her bra. It's bad. And totally then, uh, fine. Definitely uh, okay in high school. Who knows if Ricky wants Grace or not? He begins to continue to spin his web. You know. Yeah, um, I don't understand. And then okay, Grace walks in I... and. Grace yeah, yeah, walks into yeah. the building, and everyone's like, "Hey, you go, Grace. Nice job." But like. Yeah, I mean, she did. Like, yeah, like nobody's taking it seriously. But it's but they're, they're, they're like saying "nice job," but in a in a like a ha ha funny yeah. way. Like you can tell that they're not they're not in any way concerned. Like they have any idea that she was in danger. They're just like ha ha, way to go, threatening some guys. Awesome, you're such a badass. Like that's not what happened. Uh, to keep things kind of brief, because there's a lot of stuff, and I want to get to the funny stuff here. Uh, Grace starts talking to Jack, and Jack is really shitty in this scene. Yeah, Jack's first question is not, are you okay? Or like, oh my god, I'm sorry that I dropped you off and He's didn't like, wait with you. This is His why I'm upset is, with you. Do they know? Oh, and then she's he's jealous of Grace and Ricky hugging. We find out uh, that Grace gave up cheer 
as penance for her sins. And yeah. also, uh, Grace says that this is all Jack's fault for kissing Adrian, which, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it is. But also, 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 Jack, like, yells in this conversation. He's like, your parents probably knew that we were sneaking around, Grace! Something I wonder special. how anyone could know that. Is it because you're yelling about it? Everyone knows. Everyone, uh, every adult in this this uh, universe is clairvoyant, except for Amy's parents. You don't need to be clairvoyant when everyone's yelling their secrets to each other. Yes, because every adult in this town is just lurking in the halls of the high school. You're right. It does. You know, to be an adult, the, the, the kids okay. are hearing it, and the kids are telling their parents. That's and their true. kids are telling, and the the dot. Well, we'll get to this. anyway. anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, so Ricky, then, then Ricky, Ricky, Ricky comes hugs in Grace again and continues. Yeah, Ricky, th- this is the weird part though, because Ricky comes up to Grace and he's he's like, Grace, oh my god, I, I'm, are you okay? Oh First my of all, it's, god. Weird, it's weird that he's now asking if she's okay when they were together when all this happened. I, I he guess is maybe the he's first, saying, are you Ricky? okay? Because he knows okay. that she's on the news and everything. Okay, so props to Ricky and then immediate revocation of props. He says... Well, that's that's the thing is I... Seriously, I couldn't tell if he was spinning more lies or if he genuinely was concerned about her. I honestly couldn't tell. You because... almost for, word for word just re- repeated what I wrote down. He says like... He's like, are, were you okay? That was pretty scary. Eh, it was actually pretty funny. God right. damn it, Ricky! Uh, but then then he says... Then he says he's like, well, I think I think everyone's laughing about it because they're... They don't, they don't really know how to how to deal with it because it's scary so they're just glad you're okay so they're trying to laugh it off oh i wish that were the case uh but you should have seen george then yeah <laughs> you should yeah ugh. and then grace is like i could have been hurt or violated. violated yeah and then and then ricky repeats he's like i think everyone's just relieved that you weren't hurt or violated and god, ricky. yeah and i'm like my god because at the start of this episode like the the two guys in the car who were who were coming at her were like it was super blatant that they were like trying to sexually assault her. Yeah, you know? it was so not. Was, there was no blurring of the lines of like if right, they were so just messing I, with her. I was like, oh my god, this is like a full on blatant, like no holds barred. They're going to do an episode about sexual assault, but then, then, just nobody takes it seriously, and they like refuse to acknowledge that that's what was going on. Why like, is this show so bad at talking about like issues? Uh, anyway, he begins turning. Jack and Grace against each other, and then oh my god, this this is the scene. This yeah. one is the scene. Adrian, Adrian, literally in. out of nowhere, no words, no provocation, walks she in, drops down from the ceiling like Batman. She, she's got she's got his shirt like all tied up at the bottom, you know, so it's even more scandalous than it was earlier. She takes it off, throws it at, at uh, Ricky, walks it's away. Like, Here's your shirt. Completely shirtless in the hallway. None of the extras in the hallway react to this happening. There, there was, like, one guy who was like, whoa. Also, also that but, definitely But that was because that... she, like, pushed him out of the way. And then Adrian probably got suspended because, like, holy shit, there's no way. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Uh, Jack comes in and he's like, hey, look, it's Ricky, the guy who took his shirt off in the video. Well, guess what? I can take my shirt off. Who looks better with his shirt off? And then he takes his fucking shirt off. Yeah, Two he in takes a row. his shirt off and he goes to Ricky's like, he's like, hey, you like this? This is the ideal male body. You may not like it, but this is what peak performance looks like. Uh, and then, and then Grace says, you're not a man, you're a child. So that's good. His, uh, his, uh, police cover is still safe. No one knows how old he really is. Uh, but also, I <laughs> you're do not 26 at Jack all. is, Jack is, is, seems considerably more fit than Ricky. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, he's an yeah, athlete. He's a football Ricky's player. A, Ricky's a musician of sorts. Uh, we're back with George. 
Uh, it's like at nighttime. I guess a band thing happened. George. Yeah, it was band practice. No, George no, no. Is... There was a. They 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 mentioned later there was a game. Oh, okay. Good job, show. Uh, George is so into Ben and Amy dating. He loves Ben so much, and we will talk about this later. I know for yeah, a he's he's really the viewer stand-in as far as the writers are concerned. The writers ben... think that we feel the way about Ben that Ben's dad. Amy, never mind. Uh, ben will not ref- like will not take no for an answer at, when it comes to Amy asking or, like wanting to go out with. Well, him. it's not even a matter of not taking no for an answer. He doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't give her a choice. He's like. Hey, Amy, want to go get food? Okay, cool. Let's go. And then her dad's like, do it. Go to get food with Ben. Do uh, it. And then Ben says he wants to send Amy and her family some sausage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, as long as you don't send Amy any sausage. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so George is, and th- they do, they do canon establish that, uh, Ben's dad is the sausage king who, who sells, yeah, he, like, owns a butcher shop or... Some kind of meat business, but the point is, he's got the hookup with regards to meat, just like it's, Ricky had with Amy. But hey Sam, we'll, did you look at, at uh, Shailene Woodley's face in this scene and see how miserable she was? Yeah, it was all I could look at, because she... I'll say, one one thing Shailene Woodley gets right is she really how knows how to act like ben she's is. disgusted by Ben. Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how any actress could not look like that when Ben is acting like this to her. Uh, anyway... Uh, George is like, okay, have fun with your boyfriend, Ben, or Amy, have fun, bye! Yeah. <laughs> and then she takes his French horn, or her French horn, and just leaves. So Amy is like, hey, Ben, and my dad, you, like, didn't even wait for my opinion on whether I wanted to go to dinner with Ben or anything, and, and Ben goes, but you always want food, you're always hungry. Fuck like, you, Ben! Someone's been reading Bang again. Uh, he's trying to devalue her, and then, and he's then- nagging the hell out of her. And then, and then uh, he's like, "Are you are you mad at me? You didn't say anything. You didn't answer my phone calls, my texts, my emails, he, my carrier pigeons, my smoke my, signals, my Morse my code, telegrams, my telegram, my, my singing telegrams, messages, my kissing my telegrams." Uh, and then, and then Amy's like, "No one emails anymore." My God, Amy, you just were emailing your friends like three two episodes, episodes ago. ago. Two episodes. It was the first. Ago. E- oh no, it was the second episode. Yeah, two <gasps> episodes ago. She was emailing. How can we friends. forget? Your underwater video. Nobody emails anymore. Not since the quickening. Not since the quickening. Yeah, uh, and and Ben is Ben clearly establishes the kind of person he is by I tried contacting you in all these ways. You didn't respond, which means that you're interested. Amy is uh, anyway for some reason. Amy, despite looking like she is about to have like a brain aneurysm, takes Ben's hand and just looks like she's dying inside. Uh, and yeah. then as they're walking away. Uh, Ben starts talking about his two friends that we've never seen them talk about before, and he's like, Henry and Alice are, are probably going to take their relationship to the next level because they had a big fight. Maybe yeah. first base, maybe second. Obli- Oblivion NPC voice. I heard that Henry and Alice are going to have sex now. Sam, I thought first base was kissing. It is. They but... did kiss. They did a kiss. Remember? They were eating each other's heads. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck um... you, Ben. I, I don't understand you. Anyway, then Amy Amy says the correct thing, which is, why would you tell me that? And he you, says, because you're the person I tell all my secrets to. They're not <gasps> your secrets, Ben! I and told then, myself I couldn't said, yell too much in this yeah, episode. He says, you're the person I tell all my secrets to. You're the woman I love. First of all, have some boundaries. That's not how it has to work. I mean, it's good that you confide in her, but it's, it's not your business that you're confiding in her. And then, But then Amy... Amy says the best thing she's ever said in the show. 
which is he says you're the woman I love and he and she says you do not like what what where is this coming from Ben but then gives then a he look. just insists that he does and she's like okay never mind Ben looks like he knows how fucked their relationship is at this point and that is beyond redemption there's nothing that is gonna fix this but that's the that's the thing though is Ben and Amy both like every so often they'll act like they know but they never do anything about it because they don't I don't it's it's like there's like two different teams of writers working on it and neither of them knows what the other team of writers has been writing uh there's a brief kind of unimportant scene that, that we by the way to... quick quick reminder that we as the viewers are supposed to like ben and amy's we are supposed to be rooting for them and i'm assuming they're gonna break up at some point and i'm assuming that we're supposed to like be crying our eyes out when they do but oh, i'm yeah. going to be clapping and cheering and having the greatest day of my life when i'm gonna be clapping my hands off slapping my knees off busting my guts off <laughs> busting my nuts off King Ham and Mom discuss the fact that Amy gave I gotta, up I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take issue with the fact that we're calling him King Ham because I, and I said this You're in right. the description of episode three, which is that he and his family were, they kept making the, the ah, yeah, your majesty, haha, king. We, they, we oh, made no, fun of them for right. making that joke over and over, and then we continued to do it for the entire rest of the episode, even though there's nothing funny about it, so we can't do that. <laughs> we are as guilty as they are. Can we just call him Ham Bowman? We, he, we will absolutely call him Ham Bowman. Okay, Ham Bowman and Mom are discussing the fact that Amy gave... Er, fuck, uh, Grace gave up cheering. And, uh, and... Tiffany gave up cheering. Tiffany gave up cheering. And, uh, Ham is very excited about... He's like, she deserves it. This is her crime for, for lying to us. And Mom is like... Uh, she deserves to suffer. She deserves isolation from her friends. The criminal... Uh, we know, by the way, Grace has specifically said that she has no friends, so the fact that Grace's dad is happy about her cutting herself off from, like, shitty father. the only social activity that she has, that's not good. He uh, And we have the completely insane writers think this is a thing that makes sense, but it doesn't line of the week, which is uh, the mom asks, like, what is she going to do with all her time? And he says, and this is word for word, Maybe she could be the night rent-a-cup at the drive-in deli on Frontage Road. What are you talking about? Hey, that's your daughter, about? you shitbag. Does that Why mean Why don't you something? care that she was almost assaulted? I just don't... What was the... Oh, was it because she, like, fought off some dudes? Yeah, yeah. He's he's okay. making light of the fact that she... He's like, ah, looks like she's actually a, a secret violent person who who attacks har- harmless men who are being threatened by but her. But why the deli on Frontage Road? What does that mean? It doesn't matter. Who cares? Who cares? Turns out Ham Bowman did a super bad thing, which is he told his wife about Amy's pregnancy. That is yeah. literally yeah. breaching yeah. doctor-patient confidentiality. Not, you can not, lose your medical license for that. Not only, not only did he tell his wife, that means that Amy's doctor told him. That is for true. For no that, reason. Like, you, she, yeah. there was no reason for her to talk to him about that. She, like, you explicitly need to get permission from the patient before you talk to any third party, unless if, there's a few exceptions, but if, this is yes. definitely not one of them. If Amy ever finds out, she can literally sue Ham Bowman, and he could lose his medical license, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That is about the worst thing. And he knows that. Know. He tell, he says to Kathleen, he's like, this is a doctor-patient confidentiality thing, by the way, so don't tell anyone I told you. You shouldn't even know! Uh, anyway, okay, so now we meet Adrian's mom, and here's how you make Adrian's mom. You take a picture of Adrian, you put it in Photoshop, and you just scale it up a little bit, and then you have Adrian's mom. She's basically the same person, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Adrian wearing old age makeup. It's, it's, it's older, it's Adrian at the end of Harry Potter. 
It's Adrian's actress after removing her young age makeup. Uh, Adrian is, like, disturbingly comfortable with her mom's, like, fuck habits and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's normal in some families. I guess. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so just to, just to clarify what happens, Adrian, Adrian gets home and her mom is there and she's, like, wearing a robe and she's like, oh, looks like you had a fun night or something. Sex robes run in the family in Adrian's household. And then, then, uh, we, we hear a guy, like, off camera go like, hey, you have any whiskey in... The mysteriously sounds exactly like George Jurgens. I don't know. Probably just a coincidence. Oh. But then, uh, yeah. And then Adrian's like, oh, who's that? And she goes, just, it's not what you think. He's just an old friend who dropped by. Hmm. Why is she hooking up with George? I, I should say at this point, I'm not 100% clear that that's George. It just, it sounded so much like him and it matches up later with some stuff that comes up. I'm pretty, I'm almost positive that's George. Okay. Why? I mean, it's implied that they know each other. Okay. If he's an old friend. Uh, Anyways. I mean, maybe that was also a lie. Uh, uh, after after that, Jack calls, Adrian gets a call from Jack, and she, like, turns on her seductress mode. Oh, is that is that what happened, that Jack yeah. called Adrian? Because I, all I wrote down here was, who cares? Uh, yes. Uh, Amy comes home to her good mom, Molly Ringwald. Um, and, uh, mommy, mommy Ringwald. Oh, yeah, this is definitely what's going on, because Mo- Molly is like, oh, yeah, your dad's yeah. off then, shooting pool. Yep, that's, yeah, that's gotta says, hey, be what's do happening. you know what's going on with your dad? He said he was gonna shoot pool. He used to he used to say that a lot in the early days of our marriage. He shot he, a lot of pool. He, came, he came home with a snow one day, and we, we uh, had to race it, and that's Ashley. Ashley Snow. Your, your father's bastard. Uh, anyway, uh, Amy's mom is really just laying it on hard and thick that she will not let Amy like ruin her image by being pregnant she's like you are my perfect angel of a daughter you would never lie to me or do anything wrong i trust you so much and i would never believe you if you told me anything amy you are jesus and mary (laughs) rolled into one you are the you are the epitome of virginal youth you are the symbol of purity and you will like you will never fuck you amy you are my volcel daughter and i could not be more proud of you your hymen will remain intact to the day you die. And if and if your hymen breaks, then, then so uh, my love you. for you will as well. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Amy's mom is like, "Hey, you know, Ashley. I don't know what this voice is. This is Amy's mom's voice. Hey, you know, Ashley always. Uh, See, yeah. Uh, Ashley always pretends, or Ashley always like makes trouble to distract us from from stuff. When when one thing is happening that's bad, Ashley pretends that she's doing something so it distracts us. Do you think that she might be trying to distract me from your dad having an affair? Uh, never mind. I probably shouldn't. I probably shouldn't. You're too young. I probably shouldn't talk to you about this. Never mind. I wasn't saying anything. Bye. By the way, did you hear about Grace? Uh, yes. Yeah, so that that happens, and then uh, Jack knocks on Adrian's door. I hate this scene. This uh, conversation Adrian, between Jack and Adrian is so This stupid. is a new character. Her name is Adrian, and oh, she's the she? worst. I I mean, I, she's nothing like the, the, like, smart, sort of knows-what-she-wants character, and she's also nothing like the, sort of, jerky, bitchy character. This Wait, is so, just, she, so this isn't, so this isn't bitch-slut Adrian or smart, reasonable Adrian. Who's no, this? No, this, this is, uh, foul sinner Adrian. Oh, okay. Um, so, so Adrian Jack, who hates God. Jack, yes, the the Adrian of Lucifer. Uh, mm-hmm. Jack wants to be Adrian's girlfriend. He literally like is like, I want to be your girlfriend. <laughs> I, I, th- uh, I think that he actually says that he wants to be her boyfriend. But oh yes, but but uh, yes, that's what I meant. Uh, Adrian. I Jack says. Jack says. 
Jack says he wants to be Adrian's boyfriend, and uh, Adrian says, uh, "Are you and sure Adrian you don't says, want me to?" I know you? that it's you, Jack. Stop trying to pretend to be a girl. And he takes off his his pigtail wig and he says, "All right, you caught me. I'm actually a 26 year old man. Let me tell you what I want to do." I want to take you to church. And when he says that, she hisses. Her head begins to spin 180 degrees. Her hands burn as he touches her because she is of the devil and he will cast the evil out of her. Yeah, that's the crazy thing, though. Her head only spins 180 degrees. It doesn't turn all the way back around. It's it's really messed up. <laughs> she spins off 360 degrees and walks away. And walks away. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, the the I wrote down what he what he said. He said... She's like, oh, you're you're here because you want sex. And he goes, maybe I don't just want sex. Maybe I want a relationship. Maybe I care about you as a person. Hey, since when? Why? Where is this coming? You never... Huh? She gave you a beach, and from that day forth, it was love. And yeah, he's like, want to go to church and get married or something? And, 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 and yeah, she's like, you just want to make Grace jealous. And he's like, oh, right, yeah, you're right. I've seen every TV show, and it always works, so I think I want to do that, yeah. He's like, every me. relationship needs a foundation, and ours will be the, the foundation of Christ. And if Christ is our foundation, even you and I can make it. So he has no faith in this! Also, yeah. he, he says uh, he says something about how he's going to introduce Adrian to Christ, like he knows him, which I think we've talked about before, like he hears the voice of God in Christ in his head. Jesus is, whoa, Jesus is a friend of his. Adri- Adrian is like, are you going to go on stage at the Powerline concert? Sorry, yeah. I just I, I just watched a goofy movie last night, and I just wanted to make a Powerline joke. Sorry, never seen it. And then Adrian's like, "Okay, I'll do it." For some reason, uh, yeah. It make, uh, why does she agree? Uh, back at, at uh, oh god, this how ha- this scene. Uh, there's a oh, another... this is this is where uh, we see Tom being interviewed, right? Yes, right? Tom is being interviewed, and uh, George Jergens is laughing his head off once again, taking a even more commanding lead. He is the his Usain head, Bolt of His head of turns Hamming. 540 degrees and walks, <laughs> walks away. away. Um, <laughs> to, just so we're clear, by the way, the news crew, like, found her house. They're in front of her house interviewing her brother, and then uh, he's Kathleen like, walks up and she's like, what are you doing? Go away! And then George is like, ha ha ha! What is the time? So, what is the timeline of George and Kathleen Bowman's, like, divorce and relationship? Like, did he ever know. raise Grace or Tom or anything? I guess not. No, no, they no, never, no. He, Yeah, okay. He has no... Tom and... They were married, but they didn't have kids. So, yes, they're interviewing Tom, and for yeah. some reason, George finds this so goddamn hilarious. Uh, now we're with Good Dad, Good Dad Sausage Man and Ben. Uh, yeah. Sausage Man is like, hey, the, 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 the guys are probably going to get away with this, and they're going to sue her. Uh, and then and then Ben's like, that's dark. And he says, I'm not a, I'm, I'm just a realist. And I thought he was going to say he's just a, I thought he was going to say, I'm a nihilist. <laughs> yeah. But, but ben, ben specifically says, he's like, hey, what's going to happen to the two guys who attacked her? First of all, first of all, now you know that she was being attacked and suddenly you're concerned about it. Like, you knew the whole time that she was in danger, but you were still laughing about it? That's cool. Second of all, second of all, the sec- there was only one guy in the footage. There's literally no way that he could possibly know that, that there were two people involved in this, which is, here we go, theory time. The Sausage King, who I who we have established is a character from The Sopranos. He is a mafioso. He hired those two guys to attack Grace because... Because he knew that Ben had a crush on Grace, 
and he thought that if he con- if he got Ben concerned for Grace, that he would drop Amy and run to Grace, who he knew was single because everyone talks about everything, because Ben's dad knows that Amy's pregnant because it's everybody knows thing. everything. But like, yeah, he's just like, is Amy pregnant? And he's like, what? My Amy? My little Amy? No. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, how does he know? Also, he's like, we just kissed. It was well, only he, a kiss. How did it end up like this? <laughs> he he knows because, because everybody everybody knows that Amy had sex. He yes. doesn't know who okay. who she had sex with, but he the two pieces of the only two things that he knows about Amy Jurgens are one, she had sex, and two, she eats a lot of food. <laughs> God, the views that they've, everybody else has on Amy are just horrible. Because she's the best character in the show, I think. Her and Grace. She she gets worse. Yeah, that's she fine. She gets a lot worse. Um. Anyway, yes, so so Ben's dad knows, and Ben is very confused. Uh, we're back with George. He He's very angry at a furniture ad at a competing furniture store, and he By slams way, it on the table. Just just to reiterate, Ben was like, hey, what's going to happen to the guys that attacked Grace and... And his dad says, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna probably get off scot free. That's the way that the world works." He hired them. He did. There's no way. Uh, anyway, uh, we we this is the weirdest thing that ever happened. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to keep going back, but did you notice by the way? Every time the camera like changed angles to show the back of Steve Sharipa's head, that guy was super super sweaty. You oh yeah, see him like glistening on the oh, back of his he neck. Is, he is a shiny man. Uh, they couldn't like wipe him down. <laughs> Let's talk about the most bewildering scene of this episode. Yes, let's do that. Amy, let's just get right to it. Amy tells her dad, she's like, uh-huh. Ashley isn't isn't having sex. She's telling you that to cover up for me. She's in tears. I had sex. I she, had yeah, sex. And he's like, she's crying. No. She says, dad, I had sex. He goes, you did not have sex. He's like, my daughter does not have sex. No way. And then the whole family comes in. Yeah, the mom... The mom and Ashley walk in, so they obviously overheard this conversation. They know that Amy has just confessed to George that she's having sex, and the mom goes, Amy and Ashley, would you two leave? We need to talk. And she accuses George, she accuses George of having an affair, and says, I know that the girls are lying to protect you. She saw Amy crying. She knows that Amy told George that she was having sex. If Amy knew that her dad was having an affair, why would she try to distract him from his own affair? What the fuck does that even... How does that make sense to you, mom of the show? The scene is like the end of Reservoir Dogs, but instead of everyone shooting each other, it's just them accusing each other of having sex. Uh, And then... Yeah, she's like, did... George, are you having sex? And this goes, is my favorite scene. You're my wife. I think you'd know. And then he starts, she's like, no, no, I mean outside of the marriage. And he starts making the L.A. Noir lie face at her. He's like looking around like, I, I, he keeps, I, he keeps I, defending himself. And then every time he says something, it just cuts back to a completely dead faced, completely silent Molly Ringwald saying yeah, that's nothing. A, that is a still image. That is a cardboard cutout of Molly Ringwald. It's just like, I wasn't cut it wasn't me. Cut. What are you talking about? Cut. Just back to her dead face. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. okay, so after this really just emotionally distressing scene, uh, Ashley, like, drags Amy away and is like, why are you telling them? And she's like, I gotta tell them. And then Ben calls, and Amy uh-huh. is obviously really upset, and she's like, hey, he's like, hey, do you want to hang out? Uh, and she's like, no, I'm, like, really fucking stressed out right now. And he's like, 
I'll well, get she what she actually says. She actually tells him. She says I, like I, I have family my, stuff. I have yeah, I have family stuff. I can't hang out. Maybe tomorrow. And then he's like, "All right, Sunday. I love Sunday. Sundays are great." <laughs> yeah, what is that? Do you want to study with me? I have wings. And then she's like, the whole tension of the situation just melts from her face, and she just gets a huge grin, and she's like, "Yeah, let's hang out on Sunday." So I've had this realization that in addition to his uh, plushophilia, Ben has a feeding fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a lot of fetishes. He's got a lot of fetishes, but yes, we'll, once, see, once, we'll see more of him later. Once Wings and Ranch get brought up, all the tension and all the stress fades from Amy's face, and she just gets a big smile and is like, oh, Ben's a good boyfriend now, I guess. This relationship is so fucked up, and and then also, at some point, Ashley says that she's 12, and then Amy corrects her and says that she's 13. That Well, that was a that was a callback joke. Yeah, there was a callback to something else. Because yeah. George was like, you can't have sex, you're 12. And she goes, uh, 13. And then, and then Ashley's like, oh, this is too much, I'm only 12. And Amy goes, uh, 13. And it's like, ha 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 ha. Uh, anyway, Jack shows up to Adrian's and they argue about sex before church. This scene uh, is so stupid. There's I hate like nothing scene. to say uh, about this Adrian scene. Is, Adrian is like, oh, it'll only take a few minutes, but uh, which is just uh-huh, great that burn. she's like, making fun of the man that she wants to fuck. Um, also, yes, this is when uh, Jack says that, that instead hey of... Hey there, conf- big boy, want to disappoint me? Adrian's like, we can just do confessional after we, we fuck and go to church. And he's like, we don't have that. We just have guilt, shame, and regret. You know, like this show. Yeah, uh, that's, how I, that's how I feel about suggesting that we do this podcast. Actually, uh, that was your idea, so I don't feel bad about it. It was a I good mean, idea. I do, but in a different, a different way. Uh, also, Adrian is, Adrian is like, does it say anything in the Bible about no sex before church? Church, And he's like, I'm sure it does. Uh, uh, she totally schools him, and everyone clapped, and her name was Albert Einstein. Defeated with logic. Yeah. Uh, we have another scene with Ricky's cool stepmom, where Ricky's uh, wearing a nice... I think, I think there was one one plot point to mention there. Hold on. Uh, yeah, so Jack Jack says that he, he doesn't want to have sex with her before marriage, because that's a sin, even it though just sin. earlier he said, I don't just want to have sex, so okay. Cool that, um, cool Jack. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, actually, they, no, they, that was that was all there is to say about the scene. There's nothing they talk about, to talk well, about. They talk it's a lot stu- about sex a, before church. The scene, the scene is long, but pointless. Uh, Ricky is wearing a suit, and then his stepmom, or his foster mom knows everything he's gonna do, which is hook up with Grace, and then feel really shitty about himself. She sees through his facade, because all adults on the show know everything, and she's yeah, right. Yeah, she looks right at she's him, right. and she says, your next line will be, no, mom, I'm just going to church. No, mom, I'm just going to church. <gasps> Uh, and then we cut to fucking Ham Bowman and his wife, and I think wait, they wait, were wait, having... Wait, 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 you're always, you're always running past the important parts of the scene, man, because, because we get what might, uh, if you have to press me, this might be my cool teen moment, maybe, I'm, I, I haven't decided yet, we'll get, we'll get to that later, but, uh, the, his foster mom tells him, uh... She's like, I know you're going to church. I, w- I would be happy about that, but it's obvious that you're doing it for the wrong reasons. I know that you're just doing it because you want to hook up with Grace. And if you do that, afterwards, you're just going to feel sick because you took advantage of her. And, and you took advantage of her whole, like, situation and how stressed out she is. And then, and then she says, like, and Grace is going to feel completely devalued as a person. Right, because Grace puts a lot of, of a lot of value on her religion and her her purity, and she's she's gonna feel like she's done something horrible, and she's gonna it's it's gonna be a much bigger deal to her than it is to you. I love and, Ricky's foster mom, and, and then I've, she's like, "But I know that you're not gonna listen, so 
so whatever. Get, get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't actually say that, but uh, yeah, yeah. And then Ricky's like, "That's cool. I'm gonna go do it anyway." We cut to a fully clothed Tam Bowman and his wife, who I think had sex before church, which is like the joke. But Ham is, uh, Ham is I, I don't know. Ham is it, like, "Oh, I'm too sick to go to church." <laughs> um, and then. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of vaguely implied that he and his wife are, are taking a sex day instead of going to church, but the sinners. Uh, it's hard to say. Kathleen turns on the TV and when she clicks on the remote, goes <laughs> and the TV turns on and uh, and then boo, the, fire the, the TV laser. Boo, boo, boo. Uh, uh, the minister says that Grace is their own Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, which I don't really get. Um, yeah. And, I, okay. Hey, that, that line made me wonder. Like, there's got to be a character in this show so who worked on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I guess. The, like the, maybe the priest was someone on it. I don't know. So let's list the characters who who get what Grace did. The minister, he gets it. Mm-hmm. He's like, yep. she did a. She was very brave and and she was in know. trouble. She prayed to God and God helped her out. Yes. Uh, so he gets it. Yep. Tom, Tom gets it. Yep. Uh, Grace obviously gets it. Uh-huh. Ben gets it eventually, I think maybe. But, but I don't. Really. I don't really feel like he does. So let's no. not count. Okay, ben. so let's not count Ben. Because if he if he gets it at all, he got it from the beginning and just didn't care. So uh, he doesn't get it. Does anyone else get it? Did we miss anyone? I, it's really unclear whether Ricky does. maybe Rick maybe Ricky. I'll give Ricky a half a point. Uh, I, um, I, Grace explains literally like the whole story on TV in front of the camera, and she does a really yeah, good like, job. Like at anyone it. cares, she's like, and "Well, I, I was dating this guy named Jack." But but, and then but we as I watched this, I was like, "I can't wait for the next scene where you hear Ham Dad laughing at it." Uh, and here's <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. Here's where it all comes out. She says, "Grace says, I'm very sorry." It's all been laid out. Grace is secretly Canadian. Her her oh Canadian God. accent slipped through, and they didn't do a second take. Good job. Secretly Good job, Canadian show. is my favorite indie record label. I seriously though, she says sorry, and they didn't do a second take. Grace Boomin. Now I just just to clarify, did you look up and find out? That yes, Grace she, that is actress, actress, the actress she is, is a Canadian actress. Okay, yes. because I do know that there are people who say sorry who aren't. Canadian. No, she's a Canadian actress, and they just didn't do a second take because presumably no one cared enough. Yeah, maybe um, they anyway. maybe maybe they did like fifty takes and they're like, all right, she's never getting it. She can't. She can't. Grace Bowman, secret Canadian. By the way, this is I. This is the point where I just kind of they said they said the the code phrase too many times, which is out at night on that street corner. Like they keep repeating, like she was out alone on a street corner at night. And every time they say it, like if you watched this show with with your eyes closed, you would think that she was like out in the mid, like downtown, like on a street no, corner. No, she's like in a nice, like well lit part a, a of the shady city. part of town. She was standing, like, in front of a bank with a security camera watching her. Like she was in in, in like a very like mid upper middle class town. She was not in like any sort of seedy area. Uh, like she was on, she was on a street corner, but not not like yeah, not like in front of a like a like pawn a, shop in yeah. in downtown L.A. or anything like that. Anyway, the minister sees Ricky and is like, "Ricky, the ultimate sin boy. If we convert him, we win all the the Jesus points, and then all both maybe couples. I will go to heaven instead of hell after I killed that guy." <laughs> Jack, Jack and Adrian and uh, Ricky and Grace walk into the church together, and we will now talk about the climactic scene. That is the best thing. So so yep, yep, so yep, George yep, yep, Hamdad yep, yep. 
Jurgens and Ben are sitting together talking about how much they. Okay, so here's the well, things I they're, about. they're watching. They're watching the interview that Grace yes. just did in front of the church. And he, Ham is laughing, and he's like, "Hey, I feel like we agree on everything." Hey, Sam, do you want to do this scene? Because I feel like we both could just do here. We the go. Vegetarians hate, hate him. him. Earth Day hate, hate it. it. Al Gore, Ugh, the worst. Worst. And then and Amy, then... Amy walks in and she goes, "Huh, you two versus the planet on that one." I love. I Al love Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> what? What a weird line. <laughs> Everyone knows there's three things millennials love. They love Blind Lemon Jefferson. They love the Three Stooges, and they love Al Gore. This show is so in touch with the kids of today. Um, <laughs> ben has brought his gigantic basket of meat as an offering the, to yeah, Amy's it's family. A huge, it is a huge. It is a. It is a. It is a representation of his huge boner that he has for Amy, and he literally like makes a joke about like my love. It's big, like my love for you, and then the dad laughs at this, and we find out that he uh, that that Papa Jurgens has a packed bag. And then, yeah, yeah. like, he hugs Amy, and he's like, I'm just going to Vegas on business. She's like, whoa, hey, what's this suitcase for? Are you going somewhere? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to Vegas for a, a furniture thing. Boo, 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 boo. Uh, she goes, I didn't hear anything about this. And he's like, yeah, it's just a uh, an affair. I'm ha- I mean, Secret word is, is, affair. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and then, then the episode uh, ends. Then George, smi- George smiles at the camera real big and goes, "That's all, folks." The episode ends, and Amy. The episode is literally called "Caught," and Amy has still not told her parents, even though she did. She did. She did. She said the words that her dad and her mom heard, but they still don't know. Okay, before we go, before we go into our cool teen moments, which we have to do. I have to tell you something, which is, I was so curious about where the show is set, because I never say it. I actually looked oh, it up. Oh, did you look it up? Um, the film, the show itself was filmed at uh, Grant High School, like the high school location was at Grant High School in uh, Valley Glen, California. I found this out from a website called wetpaint.com, and uh, at the end of the article of, like, where is it set, it said, uh, uh, and ladies, if you're thinking about going to Valley Glen, California, be careful, that place is a broken condom waiting to happen. Yeah, Don't know what I that mean, means. Great, yeah. good reputation for your high school. <laughs> cool, good job, guys. Uh, did did you did you look up where it's like supposed to take place or? Not? There's no there's no supposed set, setting. They never say it. Oh, just okay. is America, I guess. Wow, they're good in show. America. Uh, what's your cool? We're not moment? North Korea. Well, for, okay. What did you think of today's episode? It was fucking garbage. I it was it so the worst. Like I said, it made me feel sick. It made me feel stressed. I had to take a hot shower to wash the grime off. Yeah, the last the last episode was called "I Feel Sick," but they should all be called that from now on. Oh my god, does it get worse? I don't know. Probably. Okay. I feel like it does. What was your cool team um, moment? It's tough. I I mean, uh, here's the there thing: wasn't, there weren't really any good scenes. I if I have to give it to anything, I would say probably. Uh, when Ashley, like, put her hair down and went, my lover, because that, that was, like, actually made me laugh. That was a good laugh. Uh, I mean, like, honestly, if we're gonna say, if it's a thing that a teen did that was kind of cool, it was probably Grace, like, fighting off two gross men with a broken that's, bottle. That's true, that's true. That I was mean, a the, cool the scene teen moment in the most The scene itself was dumb, but, sense. yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's it. Like, my god, this episode was the worst. Guilt, shame, yeah. and regret. Mm-hmm. By um, the way, uh, I so so this this last scene with uh, Ben and George talking that yeah. that was the day after, right? 
That was the day after, that was on so Sunday, because they were all in church, the right? fuck happened in the Jurgen household between then and now? Because Amy had just told her dad, and her mom heard her say this, that she was having sex. Her parents were having a fight where, where uh, the mom called out George for having an affair. By the way, I, I can't believe we still don't know her mom's name. I'm, yeah. I'm like, positive that it's Anne, but, like, things were really tense in that house, and then just cut to the next day everything's fine now i mean i think we now. all know what happened it was ben brought a big basket of meat everything's okay but there was an entire day between then what were they doing uh were probably, they all just sitting in silence uh yes they all went to their individual rooms and mulled things over until the next they day. all they all went into standby mode waiting for the next scene they just, these yeah, are not people these are robots yeah it was really good uh anyway uh Thanks for listening to Jurgen It, episode four. We'll probably actually skip next week because I'm going out of town. Yeah, uh, who cares? Yeah, no one cares. No one's listening. Uh, yeah, thanks, Brenda. Yeah, um, quick thought. Yeah. George Jurgens is a really bad name. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Stay horny. Brenda Vision.